So we woke up this morning and all of a sudden it was March. Yeah. Like that. Another Boom. month down the old tube. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> See, I'm always looking at it that way. Uh, today, uh, by the way, our friend Rick has a birthday. He's a personal friend of ours. Yeah. Celebrates his birthday today, March 1st. That's Happy why it's birthday, always easy Rick. to remember. And he really is. He, re- he is like the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. I think. I've always uh, aspired to be like Rick at times. I know, In my Sam. younger years. Maybe you should spend more time with him. ladies' man. Yeah, he doesn't have the gray that the guy has in the pictures and the memes and all that, but... Um, but yeah, he is. All of his stories are epic. Every woman that he ever, you know, had the, you know, the pleasure of dating, or oh, us, maybe okay. she had the pleasure of dating him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, was oh, just Rick. always epic. It was just like Casanova. He could speak a word, he could recite the alphabet, and a woman would fall in yeah. love with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was that thing. You know, I have a funny Rick story that you maybe don't know, Murphy, is that when you and I first got together and we were just dating, we weren't married yet. Yeah. Um, we, we, we were just spending time together. I don't know. He called me one afternoon, one Saturday afternoon, and asked me to go to the movies. Yeah. And I couldn't go. I wanted to go. I couldn't go. And then later, whenever you and I were obviously together, he was like, you know I wasn't trying to take you out. Like, I wasn't asking you on a date. And I was like, I knew that. I totally knew that. I guess he he wanted to make sure that that was clear since I was marrying you, that he wasn't oh, okay. really, well, really, truly sweet. asking me out. Or so he there was would be no awkwardness. He was concerned that his charms may woo you. <laughs> he was concerned about. He was telling me to back off. Right? <laughs> and in fact, it was, it was uh, Rick and I that you two took out to, to lunch the time when y'all broke the news to us. Broke the news? Yeah, that Told we were getting married. News? Well, yeah, because yeah. I honestly thought it was going to be we're dating. You yeah. know, and then it was no, we're getting married. Yeah. It's like you leaped, leapt over it, right? Yeah. Well, I, I mean, th- I think Rick knew. I think you no! were oblivious, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I was yeah. Oblivious. Happy birthday to a dear friend who's like family. Maybe yeah. we can tell some of his stories in the after show podcast. Mm. Probably not. Can huh? we even family do those there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you did wake up this morning, and it is March, and every single day this month we're doing something called Meal Madness. Oh, cool. Because, yeah. and, and that means every day that you wake up and you can listen to us weekday. We're going to have a different meal, whatever, recipe, idea, because you get in ruts. I do, too, mm-hmm. where I'm cooking the same three things over and over for my family. So, no way. Well, I'm not going to do that. I never get tired of red sauce. Just saying. Spaghetti and red sauce, lasagna, it's all good. Need to add that. Um, the first one we'll kick it off is uh, pan pork chops with veggies. Mm-hmm. It's all in one pan. Yeah. Okay, I made it the other night. I've had this one, yeah. good. It's go, awesome. Go grab the recipe right now at murphysamandjody.com as you get started. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood outsider. Okay, guys, by now I know you've heard about Bob Harper from The Biggest Loser who had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, what he's had to say about why this happened to him. His message to the public coming up next. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Okay, from The Biggest Loser, Bob Harper. Yes, you may have heard a day or two ago. That's the TV show. You're not calling him The Biggest Loser. No, it's the weight loss health TV show, (laughs) Trainer Bob, Bob Harper, who is um, 51 years old and looks like he's 30-something because he's in such great physical... I mean, the man works out constantly. Had a heart attack, okay? Uh, Pretty massive one, too. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Um, you guys, do you, know, you recognize him at all? I tell people when um, they do have an injury, that's the time to focus on their diet 100%. If you can't work out, you can focus on every single thing you're putting in your pie hole. Yep. So, how do, you know what's funny about this is we automatically assume because somebody works out like that. That, that they not, can't, right. Right, that they're not predisposed to any sort of genetic thing, mm-hmm. and that's simply not the case. No, he's actually cleared that up since then, um, that his mom had heart disease. 
disease and his mom, and this was totally genetic. His mom died from a heart attack. Wasn't he so like in lucky a, to be a alive. coma or something for two days? Or he, he was. was. Oh, I didn't know Let's that. Let's get there. Yeah, he, okay, he was working out <laughs> at a New York City gym when he collapsed. A doctor that was exercising at the gym, luckily for him, performed CPR on him before he was moved to a nearby hospital. He was unconscious for two days and then he was released after an eight-day stay. Wow. That's amazing. I know. He knows he's lucky to be alive yeah. now. He sent out, I guess you heard what happened to, you know, two weeks ago. I had a heart attack. I'm feeling better. This is just a couple of days ago. I want to thank everyone for the outpouring of, of support. And I know how lucky I am to be here right now. But so what does he do? I guess he doesn't change anything, right? I no, mean, this he, was he's genetic. already sort of he a healthy guy, so I, I other than maybe good, medications. That's a good I'm question sure for he'll a meet with his doctor, and they'll tell him, you know, what you can and can't right. do from now on. That's a good question. That's so scary, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, Jack Lalane was his name, right? Didn't he mm-hmm. live to be in his 90s, and he was mm-hmm. still exercising and all that into his 90s? Yes, and so we credit that yeah. with exercising. But how much of it is genetic? Yes, yeah. you have to do what you have to do, but some of it is, you know, your genes. All right, speaking, I, I want to do one more quick little okay. post-Oscar ceremony story that I learned. This is too cool. It's not about a mix-up or a flub. Okay. Emma Stone's dress. Mm -hmm. I know you can see it because I just said it. It was custom made for her. It was hand beaded onto lace. Okay. They spent, it was like 11 or 12 people making this dress. Wow. 1,700 hours, man hours putting it together. She was on board when she saw the design sketches and really the, the beaded fringe at the bottom was what sold it for her because she yeah. wanted to kind of give a kiss to La La Land dancing. the dancing movie it was made I didn't you know I just love the story behind that dress and it was supposed to be silver in the sketch it was gold because of her skin tone mm. they thought that would look better on her with her hair color and skin tone and boy yeah. did it up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider coming up next one of Jody's family members is showing a little too much interest in a piece of furniture or her mm. And uh, coming up today after the show in the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast, Sam uh, found his son, Jackson, watching something on Netflix. It really surprised him. Threw him for a loop, Jody. We'll find out what that's all about after the show today. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Sam, you know about the Heidi table at our house? Oh, the big round table that Murphy's grandma had? Yeah. Yeah. It was Heidi's table. That was our, I mean, that was the family table that I spent every Easter, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas, every, every. That didn't have a Lazy Susan on it, too? It does. It does. It's five feet across. It seats... Eight, maybe, comfortably. Eight or nine at Christmas. I mean, my grandfather bought more chairs. The funny thing about it is it's this celebrated table now, but the story behind it was my grandfather was just looking for a deal. Mm -hmm. They had been looking for a dining room table for years, and he found this sale. He drove 80 miles to a furniture store that he found, you know, and and hauled it, you know, all back because he found this great deal. But over the years, it's become something so much more special than that. It is. It's the Heidi table. It's round with the Lazy Susan. And man, it's true what they say. You can't... Everybody gets to visit when you're sitting on a, at a round table. Yeah, that's what I Nobody's love about left it. out of conversation. So it is... It's our favorite piece of furniture in our house, mm. and we're lucky that it, it's in our home. You yeah, know? well, it didn't fit in our home a couple of years ago, the other home we were in, so... We had to move. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to keep the family table. So uh, my family has been coming over a lot, and... Mm. Um, and so they get to enjoy the Heidi table as well. We still call it that, and we always will. And um, my aunt called me earlier this week and said, Jody, would you mind if I come over and measure your table? And I said, absolutely not. And she says, Does, do you care if we copy your table? I said, of course, it's not mine. It's really Heidi's gonna table. you build one? Yes. They're real, re- rebuilding their entire home. They lost yeah. everything in a flood, and she's rebuilding. And rebuilding means, I'm going to change a few things I want to change. So she's making her dining room bigger mm-hmm. and a bigger wide opening. And she's she's going to get a Heidi table. She's getting it. She's coming to measure. 
the table, the lazy Susan, the base, all of it, because she basically wants the same table. Isn't that kind of cool? I think that's really she's cool. She's having it custom built. But I bet you they're not going to stain it the same color. Oh, no, no. This guy, I mean, this was a, it was, it was construct made whatever in the 70s so it's that really dark varnish yeah. you know, finish. Oh, oh. Yeah, but it looks great she's doing i think a lighter gray and brown sort of mix mm-hmm. it's going to be very pretty and so isn't that cool yes i think that's kind of special like my family is taking a tradition from your family just make sure that's all she does is measure it, it doesn't walk out the door oh ha ha Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're going to go into the 24-hour voicemail. I hate it when we miss calls or when we're on a call and can't take another one or we're not here. So we're going to dig into your messages that you've left. Coming up next. We love hearing from you. In fact, call us anytime you want to join the conversation at 877-310-4MSJ. Sometimes we're on the phone and we miss it or sometimes we're not here. We love to get messages from you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, Jody. This is, my name is Kelly, and I was actually just listening to you, and I heard you talking about never really understanding leap year. <laughs> and I just thought I'd make it an easier way for you to remember. So leap year is always during the electoral um, presidential year. Mm-hmm. So think of it as nature's way of writing the fact that you lose an entire day <laughs> to elections and polls and all of those wonderful things that come <laughs> with it, and they give you a free day back. So, hopefully that'll help you. Have a great day. That's funny, Kelly. Thank you for the voicemail. I never thought of it that way because last year was leap year and the next one's not till 2020. Yeah. Yesterday when I let that fly out of my mouth, I thought I shouldn't admit that because it makes me seem dumb. But it is something that I I was either absent that day or they never covered with me why. It's one of those things that I don't... Everybody seems to know all about it and why it happens. Well, I mean, I know why. I don't. I'm like oblivious to that. They they add it because the, the, the... Earth actually turns with that extra quarter a day or something like that. So if you don't, I mean a year. So if you don't add the extra day, the calendar would be off. Eventually, you'd get down the so road. February is the month where we get the calendar right, right? Yeah, That's but every but every four years. Got it. Is yeah. that? Am I explaining? I, that I have no clue. No, I, I, this one I don't. I don't really. really? I don't okay. Remember. I'm I think not the that, only one. No, I think the, the the full rotation of the Earth around the sun is 365 and one quarter days. I'll go with that. And so, if you don't add the extra day at some point, the calendar gets off. Wow, Murphy. I don't know when they figured that out. If they, like, you know, one year they woke up and it was summer in the middle of winter and someone (laughs) said, wait a second. We gotta adjust this. But uh, but that's the reason for it. But Kelly, that's the first time I've ever heard that it perfectly lines up with election year. That's cool. So you guys are both so smart. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you feel like you missed in school? And so when it comes up in life, you fill the big blank for me, it was an entire subject, unfortunately. What? Literature. I was more about English than I was literature. Oh. So most of the greats, I, I mean, and I hate admitting that to anybody, mm-hmm. most of the great literature in, in, in famous books, I've not really read That's over the years. why you don't dig it. That's why you don't understand why reading fiction is so fabulous. Yeah. That's why I don't read between the lines very well. You were you should have been made to take literature. Like you should have oh, been we were, we were made to take we literature. Were, but I always would skim through and do you know. Yeah. A, oh, it just, I, I just you cheated yourself. Yeah. I did absolutely <laughs> to be or not to be. Blah blah blah. Okay, okay. <laughs> thank you again, Kelly. Eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. So Jody and I saw a Sting in concert. There was one thing that he did that really, really stood out and impressed me more than anything else. Yoga. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's next. 
Sam, I'm on this kick. Uh, I shouldn't call it a kick. It's really just something I want to make sure that I do. And you've been really good about this over the years. Sam has always gone to see major concert acts, a lot of legends. Some probably are too old to perform anymore. Kind of like a concert bucket list. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. You've seen Paul McCartney. Yeah. You've seen... Two or three times. Van Halen. Uh, the yeah. real Van Halen. Well, I've seen the okay. real Van Halen and the reformed Van Halen, the reunion right. tour. I saw Van Hagar. I saw the, the police and the police reunion tour. Okay. Right. And see, a lot of those I've just missed over the years. Yeah. And I'm realizing, wait, these are like some icons that I want to see in concert. So I told Jody, we're going to, you know, we'll just pick the ones that we know that we love and let's make sure that we see them before mm-hmm. they either get too old to perform. So we went on like a, the middle of the week on a Wednesday night. Oh my gosh. But we saw Sting mm. recently and he did a lot of the police stuff. Well, and of great. What I was really impressed with, because there were people, some people told me, oh, it's going to be just a mellow show when he's without the police. It's yeah, going to be a mellow that's show. That's what I would have thought it would be. And it was not. He opened right up with police synchronous. That's from my phone. Is it okay for me to admit that? Yeah, why? Why not? I don't know. Did your ticket say you cannot legally record this? <laughs> no, it didn't. But I mean, it, between the band and Sting's voice, I'm like, wow, this man doesn't. I had to Google it. He's right. 65 years old. And Before we started, I think I'm thinking everybody's voice changes and gets weaker as you get older. Mm-hmm. Like everybody. And he's been doing this rock and roll life for all these years. He sounds so strong. I don't know. It must be the yoga. Mm. It's got to be all that yoga that he does. I mean, looking at him on stage, he's more fit than most people half his age. It's, yeah. it's crazy. It's over the top. And a lot of the stuff, I was surprised at how much police stuff that he did. And I was really, I mean, I was a kid when, when that music came out. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been seeing those concerts at that age anyway. Yeah. But all of the songs, you know I mean? Everybody kind of, it's a universal thing. You can sing along. Everybody knows Message in a Bottle. full sense of how strong his voice still is but he can still hit a lot of the high notes really good show I mean it's 83 again you hear that and you feel like yeah. it's 1983 again so so great we leave after his encore which was like every breath you take or something like mm. that and I go to the restroom and Murphy's still not out well st- people are leaving and he sits down and he did that song from the, grand, he, uh, from the, from from the, the Academy, Academy Awards, Awards right? Oh, he did okay. the empty chair for the crowd there it was very lovely so that's a bucket list done yeah was the uh, drummer as good as Stuart Copeland he, yes. he sounded a lot like him yeah I mean, it was really pretty impressive yep. good Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. I can tell you why Ryan Murphy will be looking to cast a Princess Diana very soon. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, Ryan Murphy. Man, he is he's turned into the series creator. Every time you turn around, he's got a new movie. He's like the Taylor Swift of TV. He's got Glee. He's got American Horror Story, American, American Crime, Crime Story. Story. And now he's bringing the world these um, feud Series mm-hmm. and the first one I know you've seen the promos for it. It's called Feud. Um, it's Betty Davis, Betty and Joan, and, Joan. and is I didn't know about this old feud. They were, you know, actresses in the '30s, and by the '60s, apparently they hated each other and they were thrown <laughs> together for this one film. I'll get you the perfect co-star. Who do you have in mind, Betty? I promise you, this is going to be the greatest horror movie ever made. Why this picture? We feel like Crawford and Davis may be a little long in the tooth. Why don't we go just a little bit younger? You want me to work with her again? Are you crazy? Oh, you so it's about Joan. the music. It even sounds I know, like Joan Crawford, old. Betty Davis, and their feud, and it looks it looks old Hollywood. So if you're right. interested, you're going to be sucked right in. Jessica Lange stars along with Susan Sarandon. So. Right. 
heavy cast, so it looks crazy. And there are the feuds all over the world, right? Right. So this one, Betty and Joan, debuts this coming Sunday night on FX. If you want to see, and it looks really beautiful. Like imagine yourself in old Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The next one that Ryan Murphy is going to make will tackle Princess Diana and Prince Charles and their relationship, Ooh. which was. I could well, classify it as a feud. Yeah. It was. I mean, I don't know whether the royal family loves that or appreciates that. I'm sure Prince William and and Harry don't appreciate it, but they can't get away from it. So that will be the next one that debuts from Ryan Murphy. That's one I would be interested in watching because and I remember watching their wedding. I was a kid. And and then hearing all about it through the years from my mother. I'm sure um, some of it will be fact, but I mean, a lot of it's going to be embellished because you, you don't know what Please goes on inside that, that Please family. don't say that. Okay, so and it won't be the only show that, some, that has somebody cast as the, the late Diana. Netflix, The Crown by season three will introduce their version of Lady Diana. Oh, okay. So that's, you know, so there's going to be a couple of Dianas cast in Hollywood really, really soon. <laughs> Look for the future about Betty 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 Davis. Davis and Joan Crawford this weekend on FX. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider, the Obamas looking to write their memoirs and the publishing companies are going crazy for it. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Got the food dude coming up just after seven. How Wendy's is going to make fast food even faster. We'd love to hang out with you all day. You can call us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Of course, like us on Facebook uh, and subscribe to the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast because uh, some of the exclusive we'll be doing today after the show, Sam uh, found his 13-year-old watching something on Netflix that caught him off guard. Oh, Uh-oh. Just a little. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. That is sick, Sam. You are uh, so sick. Yeah. Uh, Wendy's is installing kiosks in about, uh, about one every one. One of, every, one of every five uh, restaurants before the end of this year. Kiosk for what? Uh, ordering, ordering. Self-ordering. So you... Sam's favorite thing. You don't have to talk to a person. Don't have to. Oh, wait. This is like self-checkout come to fast food restaurants? Yeah, the only and- thing you have to interact with is to pick up your tray. You know, you can order it and you can pay and then you can go pick up your tray of food. So no more personal yeah. service. And here's the thing. They said the franchisees are the ones that are asking for this. So, really? Yeah. Oh. And what it's going to be is like three kiosks in each store. The ones, the stores that have it, and then you walk uh, up you and walk you up order and touch on the a... screens. Kind of like you walk up and touch those Coke screens now, the freestyles, yeah. yeah. And you get drill all the way down into what you want. You yeah. you'll be able to do that here. But then, I mean, then you don't get to interact anymore. I mean, at I some know. point, we won't be talking to people for anything. And the or problem is, is I'm just, of course, Sam's fine with it. Right? Yeah. You will, you will for certain things. Certain things you're never going to lose human touch for. I'm all for human communication and that's part of learning to be in the workforce is learning to wait on people and wait on the public and that's hard and it's hard to do. I guess you can't automate medical care. (laughs) No, No, not yet, but I'm sure. You can't. Yeah, the robotic medical care at some point. Yeah. Yeah, you'll still have to interact in order to get your food The franchisees will will have less employees this way. Yeah. And you will hopefully, you know, if you mess up your own order, you push the wrong button. Right? Well, supposedly, yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, look for that before the end of the year. Call or text us. 877-310-4675. On the way, we're going to dig into our 24-hour voicemail again, because a lot of messages, some of them left for you, Sam, about your son, Parker, who is now at school, living away at school. Mm -hmm. That's on the way. We'd love to hear from you the most. In fact, you can call anytime or text. That number is 877 310 
4MSJ. Uh, you can also reach out in uh, online on our Facebook page. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Sam asked on our Facebook page, what are some good things that he could send his son Parker, who's now living away at school? Yeah. Right. We got a lot of great suggestions of treats and other little knickknacks. Wait, didn't he? Is the only one thing he's asking for snacks? <coughs> this Correct? last time he did. What? He's, he's asked for Lego sets. Okay. Uh, what yeah. snacks have you sent him already? Um, Amazon sells these deals where you can get like 40 bags of chips, different kind of Lay's chips in a package and like 40. 20 or 30 kinds tell of candy Murphy bars. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never run awesome. out of chips. Yeah. Okay. I'd be waiting for that truck to show up at the house. <laughs> okay. So you sent him that already. Yeah. I've sent him that. And I sent him that like a month ago too. Cause nice. I knew he was running out. Okay. Well, here are some, some suggestions from Laura. Okay. She says card games that he can play with his new friends. Nice. Ah, uh, yes. Poker. So he can win money. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite candy and small individual wrappings. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. You can write him letters and give him supplies to write letters back. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> when, when we first brought him there, I gave him this whole thing of stationery and like yeah. two, two books of stamps. And does he write you letters? He writes his mom. He doesn't write you letters? No. Yet. Okay. He it's will. Okay. Have you <laughs> asked him to write you a letter? No, I said, hey, write me. Tell me what you need. Okay. That's okay. <clears throat> what, I, what I did that was really cool is... Um, at some point, I sent him pictures, but I went around and took new pictures of all the, you know, his brothers and sister, mm-hmm. and then all, and Gus and Ellie, the dog, and the two cats. Yeah. So there's like eight or ten pictures. Each one is it. somebody else. And Got his family there with him then. Never heard anything about it. Well, <laughs> well maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Well, that's true. Most people who are close to you in your life never hear about stuff unless they... I never did ask him if he got those. Okay. Well. (laughs) And Kay says, this makes my heart hurt. I have a hard enough time with my 20-year-old son who's Mm -hmm. off away at college. But, Sam, you should try Rice Krispie Treats or anything else homemade Mm. from the heart. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, some sort of you could you probably made. order Rice Krispie treats and have those mailed, right? Yeah. Individually wrapped. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> totally could. Mm-hmm. All right, we love to hear what you're going to come up with because, you know, I know you're going to keep sending him stuff. Even yep. if he doesn't send you anything yet, I think he eventually will. Okay. Coming up next Murphy, Sam, and Jody. 24 hour voicemail. Actually, we have some help for you also in the voicemail, Sam. Oh, okay. This is all going to work out great. <laughs> So one of Sam's youngest is uh, gone away to school, miles away, hours away, right? That's where you got that yeah. ticket trying to get to him really fast. <laughs> I remember that now. That's why you got this the ticket. This is costing me more than heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> it is, look, hard for me to imagine um, this. I mean, I can tell you I was in a rush to see him, but it was actually on the way back, so. Oh, okay. Not as good of a story, I Sam. was driving so fast so I could get to him quicker. <laughs> okay, so look, the love is pouring in for you. Um, 877-310-4MSJ is the number to reach us. And some of the some of these messages came in while we weren't here, Sam. Yeah, Lynn left you a, a voicemail. Um, this message is for Sam. I just wanted to um, let him know in support of him and his family. I just heard about his son Parker being at the school where you don't call for a month. Um, maybe a few behavioral issues. Uh, my family and I had to do that with my daughter. Um, it is a very tough time, um, but it works. Stay diligent, follow the program. Um, they know they have a proven success rate for a reason. So stay mm-hmm. strong, Lynn. First time caller. Have a good day. Thank you, Thanks, Lynn. Lynn. We appreciate that. See, Sam? That's sweet. That's really good. That's good support for somebody mm-hmm. who's been through the same thing. Yeah. 
I, I, it's, I can't imagine going through it. How, oh. how often do you get to see him? Is the question now. Um, I'll get to see him again in the middle of this month. Uh, and you'll go there. He can't come to you, or what do you mean? You'll go to the school and visit him, or you'll go pick him up. Oh, and no, you pick your house. him up and bring him here. His nice. mom will probably pick him up and then have him for a few days, and have him for a few days and bring him back. Okay. I wonder if Lynn ever got a ticket on the way to see her daughter. <laughs> I was wondering. Don't not rub a, it. Not a five hundred dollar ticket. Don't rub it in, Murph. <laughs> Are you? All good with feeling like this is the best thing for him. You're at peace yeah, with the decision. Say, uh, yeah, at first it's like no because you don't want him to go, and you want to try everything. Yeah. But then once you've, I mean, not being able to talk to him for a whole first month, and then seeing how he is after that month, it's like oh, okay, yeah, it seems to be working. That's good. You know, yeah. remember one of our former bosses said the best thing that ever happened to him was going to boarding school. Yeah. And he wanted to be, you know, very successful. He's retired now, owns his own farm. So you see, I mean, there's wow. I'm just saying other ways of looking at it. Parker might own his own farm one day. <laughs> there you go. Coming up, Sam has music news. Got a special remix of Ed Sheeran's Shape of You with Jimmy yep. Fallon, The Roots, and some preschool instruments. Cool. Sam's got music news. Got a little treat for you. This was on uh, Jimmy Fallon the other night. Of course, you know Ed Sheeran's got a new song out called Shape of You. I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah. That was one of the coolest Grammy performances, and that is an infectious song. Yeah. A little more risque than we've ever heard from Edward. And, uh, you know, Jimmy Fallon has done this before with uh, Mariah Carey and a few others where he has, it's himself and the roots, and they have the preschool toy instruments. Love them. Yeah. And they sit down and they do a song. Well, they Together. did it with Shape of You, and here it is. Oh, because the best place to find a love is at the bar is where I go. Love that kazoo. Trust me, trust me, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, I'll take my hand. Found a man in the jukebox, and then we start to dance. I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love. Your love is in me. That's impressive. When I was a kid in preschool and kindergarten, we never got the instruments to sound like that. Uh, no, me neither. Like I was, a bunch of racket. Real musicians there. I, I was lucky to hum the kazoo correctly, you know? Yeah. So fabulous. Without inhaling it. Um, the other night, the Oscars, you know, we had the five songs that were performed. Yes. Uh, and another song that was performed during the show, well, after the Oscar telecast, sales, digital sales and all that, downloads go, you know, Through the roof, go up. Right? Yes. And, of course, the biggest one, Justin Timberlake. I got this feeling inside my bones. Which was an awesome opening. And you know what? I missed it when it was live. I'm so glad I went back and watched it because yeah. that's the way to, to open an Oscar show, right, yeah. Jody? And they, he did this and then he kind of went into Bill Withers' Lovely Day and that, yeah. that saw some uh, sales increase. Did it? And the other songs, the other nominated songs did too. But what surprised me is the song that had the second most increase, I guess, in downloads <laughs> was the song they used for the In Memoriam section. When oh, right. Sarah Bareilles came out and she sang Joni Mitchell's Both Sides Now. Right. And that thing shot through the roof. It had all it kinds of downloads. So That's I right. thought there was somebody else that sang it and made it a hit, though. Joni Mitchell wrote it. Wasn't it like Judy Collins that sang it or somebody else I'm, that made it a hit back in the day? I don't know. I'm not sure. For some reason, I thought it was somebody else. Let's see. This song tugs at me, too, because this song is in Love Actually. Oh, 
that's why oh, I know right, it. You're right. You're right. Alan, the Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson. Yes. She's listening to this song and crying in the bedroom. That's my. That story kills me the yeah, most. Yeah, forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> See, everything goes back that's to love. Actually, right. we're saying. How many times do I have to tell you? Watch the movie, and that's music news. Music news. All right, coming up next, we all want to know, producer David. Was the baby ball pit a success for your niece's birthday present? Because you are not smiling yeah. about it today. Producer David is also known as Fun Uncle David. He fell in love with his niece a year ago. She's a year old now. So happy birthday to baby Olivia. She's a cutie pie and so are you, David. Ah, uh, that's where she gets it from. <laughs> I told David I thought she looked like you, but oh, you're saying no. no. Too much like my sister. Okay. Which people think we look alike, but we don't. Well, then boom. We, ourselves, we don't. No, but you do resemble each other. It's like in, in talking to her, it's like you'll, you both have the same energy. It's oh, really... It's the, it must be the beard. It must be the beard. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. the difference. Right. Okay, so Olivia turned a year old this week your big thing was you want to be fun uncle david and bring the best present every year Mm -hmm. no pressure so you brought a baby ball pit i did okay but why are you not happy about it okay well well i'll tell the full story but basically she just had a really eventful day and she was just so exhausted poor baby by the time she opened it she was actually falling over opening her presents at the end and of course i'm like i want to go last save the best for last but she her energy was just plummeting down and so finally they started to open it and so my sister did all the work basically as she's like falling asleep in her arms and I was like just save it save it to another day I want to see her like her first initial reaction Um, when she's awake they're going to video it for you yeah I was like I don't want to see her fall asleep in this ball pit right now like she was she was exhausted especially after you know when I had to get to the cake next because she did have fun with that but like you'd think a baby would just dive in and like go make a big mess she was so tired she picked up her hand and just started to pet the cake (laughs) (laughs) and then she leaned her head down and started to take a nap on the cake and nothing else it's like oh get this girl to bed I've done that before get a picture of that that is so sweet and so true what you're saying we so overdo when we love a child like that we overdo that first we think it's so so important and it's an important day in the family yes and it was Murphy's mom who once told me long ago when I was pregnant with one of our kids she said to me you know a small child a year or two old they don't need a room full of things they need a few things Mm -hmm. when it comes to things to capture their imagination or toys because I was trying to fill up the nursery like I want this and I want that and, Mm. and she wasn't trying to tell me how to do it she was, she, was, just, she was right. She was it, right. Mm-hmm. By the time they get to be two, their interests are different anyway, and you wouldn't have it the same. Right. Mm-hmm. Now when you get older, you need a room full of stuff. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, happy birthday, sweet Olivia. I cannot wait to see the uh, when she actually does get into her ball pit. Me too. All right, we, we can share that, though, can't we? When that happens. Oh, we'll yeah, absolutely. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. President Barack Obama and Michelle mm-hmm. Obama set to write their memoirs, and the publishing companies are going crazy. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. President Barack Obama and Michelle Obama both together um, looking to, well, fielding memoir offers. Oh, hmm. yeah. You know, I would have thought that somebody would have asked them that beforehand. I'm sure someone did, yeah. and they probably said, not now. Wait till we get out. Back burner, give us a vacation, then come talk to us. So now there's a lot of talk going on. The deal is, they plan to write <clears throat> their separate books, their own separate memoirs, mm-hmm. but they're going to sell the rights together as a package. Okay. So right now, they're looking at getting $60 million. Wow. $60 million. That would break the record for a presidential memoir because yep. of the way they're packaging it together. Like, you know, 
there's nobody else who's ever ha- ever packaged it together right. like that. President Bill Clinton currently has the record at 15 million for his mm-hmm. book deal, which his book I didn't read it was very long and. Critics said it went on and on and on, like went all over the place. Yeah. Like went all over the place. When you think about it, a former president writing their own memoir is quite a historical book. Yeah. Because it is a personal take on their time in a historic either four or eight year period. And I think having Michelle write one too, because it's like they're... And just a handful of first ladies who you'd want to hear the story of. Right. I mean, Hillary, you'd want to hear her story when she when was she, first lady. Right. All right, let's take you to that full-scale review the Academy is doing with PricewaterhouseCoopers accounting firm uh, because of the wrong envelope going out in the hands of Warren Beatty the other night for yeah. Best Picture for the announcement. They are digging into it. The Academy's not sure they're going to keep this relationship after all these years of doing the Academy They've Awards. They've done it for 83 years of the Academy of the yeah. Awards, 89 years. It's That's like, true. It's okay, true. It, it's one, I mean, it, it was is. a big thing. It was a big one. But seriously. Okay, well, the deal is the partner who is the one who was tweeting instead of really paying attention to what envelope he was handing out. Still a partner? Yeah, he's sweating it. His name is Brian Cullinan. Yeah. Supposedly is still a partner. Now Brian, we're hearing. Brian, why don't you take a couple days off? And we'll get back to you. Now we're hearing, he's shouldering the biggest blame for this, of course, that they were all told, and he specifically was told not to use social media during the awards while yep. they were doing their job. Yep. He could do it and tweet whatever beforehand during the red carpet, but not during the awards. So that's why he's sweating it. That's why maybe he won't be a partner. Yeah. We'll see. Coming up in your next Outsider this morning at 8.30, why Ryan Murphy will be looking to cast a Princess Diana very soon. Up to date with Jody's Hollywood Outsider. All right, up. what's up to just after 8? We are begging Murphy and I for a little bit more of that Ed Sheeran mix-up you did oh, in Music Jimmy News, Fallon? Sam. All right. Don't want you to ever miss a thing, and we can have some exclusive fun together on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. After the show today, Sam is going to <laughs> explain a, something. Uh, that, uh, what? I think he's going to get on his motorcycle and jump through a ring of fire. No, Sam's not doing that, but you did say that your 13-year-old's watching something on Netflix that kind of caught you off guard, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll go into that after the show today in the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Before we move forward with your voicemail coming up and Meal Madness, we'll explain what that is. Sam, will you please share that music news story again with us about Ed Sheeran? I think anybody who missed it needs it right now. I'm sorry. I don't think I can do that. It's so fabulous. <laughs> he was on, Ed was on uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think it was Monday night, and they did the, uh, I don't even know if they called the segment, but it was when Jimmy and the Roots get together. They have all the kindergarten toy instruments yeah. and they sang a hit song and they did Ed's Shape of You. I'm in love with the shape of you. This is the song it's just the like you hear on the radio, right? Mm-hmm. My heart is falling. However, Jody loves this. When they get together with the toy instruments it comes out sounding a little bit different. Singing like, girl, you know I want your They make preschool instruments yeah. sound incredible, like a full band. I love that segment. I got little tambourines. This is a segment that Jimmy Fallon came up with that everybody else wishes they could have. Kind of like James Corden's carpool karaoke. Yeah, right. Because Jimmy Fallon will be able to do this forever. He did it with Mariah Carey. He has done it with, I can't remember everybody Carly else. Carly Rae Jepsen. Right. Yeah. And now Ed. I'm in love with your body. And that's when you were in my 
and it gives you hope for like whatever instruments you have at home. If you have musical ability at all, you should totally do this. Pots and pans. It's too much yeah. fun. What I think is cool about that is every artist that goes on Fallon who who does that loves it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a fun thing for them to do. It's a different way to share your music. Yeah. I know. So thank you for that, Sam. Okay. On the way, Meal Madness. What's that about? Today's the first day of a brand new month, and so every single day that we are here, you will get a new meal idea. We're going to do everything from slow cooker things to grilled things you can grill to soups because you don't want to get in ruts with what you fix your family. Murphy? What? I think I'm in a rut. I think I've been making the same five, whatever, three to four or five things over and over again. So I started looking. It's like everybody's in this spot. So you don't have to be after this month. Meal Madness. Awesome. Coming up next, though, we hate when we miss your phone calls, if we're on the other line or if we just miss it. Uh, so we're going to dig into that 24-hour voicemail and get some messages next. Yeah, this one answers the big leap year question. Good. We love hearing from you. In fact, call us anytime you want to join the conversation at 877-310-4MSJ. Sometimes we're on the phone and we miss it, or if sometimes we're not here, we love to get messages from you. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, Jody. This is, my name is Kelly, and I was actually just listening to you, and I heard you talking about never really understanding leap year. <laughs> and I just thought I'd make it an easier way for you to remember. So leap year is always during the election um presidential year mm-hmm. so think of it as nature's way of writing the fact that you lose an entire day <laughs> to elections and polls and all of those wonderful things that come <laughs> with it and they give you a free day back so hopefully that'll help you have a great day that's funny, thank Kelly. Thank you, you for the voicemail. I never thought of it that way because last year was leap year and the next one's not till 2020. Yeah. I, yesterday when I let that fly out of my mouth, I thought I shouldn't admit that because it makes me seem dumb. But it is something that I, I was either absent that day or they never covered with me why. It's one of those things that I don't... Everybody seems to know all about it and why it happens Well, when, I mean, I know why. I don't. I'm like I know oblivious why to that. They, they add it because the, the, the earth actually turns with an extra quarter a day or something like that. So if you don't... I mean, a year. So if you don't <laughs> add the extra... Extra day, the calendar would be off. Eventually, you'd get down the road. So February is the month where we get the calendar right, right? Yeah, That's but every but every four years. Got it. Is yeah. that? Am I explaining? Oh, that right I, I have no clue. No, I, I, this one I don't. I don't really. really? I okay. don't remember. I'm I think not the that, only one. No, I think the, the the full rotation of the Earth around the Sun is 365 and one quarter days. I'll go with and that. And so, if you don't add the extra day at some point, the calendar gets off. Wow, Murphy. Now, I don't know when they figured that out. If they, yeah. like, you know, one year they woke up and it was summer in the middle of winter and someone <laughs> said, wait a second. Yeah, we gotta adjust this. But right, uh, but that's the you, reason Kelly. for it. But Kelly, that's the first time I've ever heard deli- that it perfectly lines up with election year. Yeah. That's cool. So you guys are both so smart. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you feel like you missed in school? And so huh. when it comes up in life, you fill the big blank for me, it was an entire subject, unfortunately. What? Uh, literature. I was more about English than I was literature. Oh. So most of the greats, I, I mean, and I hate admitting that to anybody, mm-hmm. most of the great literature in, in famous books, I've not really read That's over the years. why you don't dig it. That's why you don't understand why reading fiction is so fabulous. Yeah. That's why I don't read between the lines very well. You were you should have been made to take literature. Like it should have oh, been we were, were made to take we literature. Were, but I always would skim through and do, you know, yeah. a, oh, I, just, I just You cheated yourself. Yeah. I did. Absolutely. <laughs> to be or not to be, blah, blah, blah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you again, Kelly. 877-310-4675. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're doing meal madness all month long, and your first recipe is next. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Right, series creator Ryan Murphy, who's brought us Glee and Scream Queens and American Horror Story and American Crime Story and many more. He's got one coming out actually on FX this Sunday called Feud, Betty and Joan, mm-hmm. about Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. I'll get you the perfect co-star. What do you have in mind? Betty, I promise you this is going to be the greatest horror movie ever made. Why this That's about their feud. Their feud, their decades-long feud. Um, the actresses here are... Susan Sarandon and Jessica Lange. So yeah. heavy hitters. It looks old Hollywood and beautiful. Sounds like some more Emmys. And you know what? It also sounds like he's onto something because you could make a feud series forever. And so now we know the second season of Feud will tackle the Princess Diana, Prince Charles relationship. Ooh. Which was a feud of its own. Yep. They barely tolerated each other after a while. Isn't that sad for the boys? The princes. Anyway, so look for it. He's going to be looking to cast a Princess Diana. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood outsider. So the first day of March means Jody's kicking off something new today. For Meal the- madness, babies. Meal madness. You know, you have to bet on any of this either. Okay. Okay. Um, I got... You bet they taste good. Look, a couple of weeks ago, (laughs) I realized I am hungry for some different things, meaning I want to cook different things for the family. I've been, I guess, in a rut of cooking the same four and five things over and over. You get that way every now and then, though. Everybody does. You got your your go-to list, and every now and then it's just like, man, I want something different. Right. Well, that's tricky, too, when you're working and kids have to be everywhere. I mean, it's easy to kind of go to your default, right? It happens for all the reasons that your family loves it, the kids beg for certain things. I don't have to think to make my lasagna. I don't even have to think. I could hand. I could hold a press conference while making it. There's the time. That's the name of it right there. No, no think lasagna. Boom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so I started looking and digging in of some things I wanted to make. So every single day this month, you are going to get a new meal idea. Okay, to day one is something I've tried. I tried it last week. Murphy, you remember the pork chops uh, on the pan? Oh yes, yes, yes. Pan pork chops with veggies. I saw this sort of method in this magazine article of one pan only dinners. Mm-hmm. And I thought that's brilliant, but I'm going to kind of do my own. So, pork chops, any kind that you want to buy, as long as they're not way thick or way thin, like me- medium. Me- medium. Boneless or? Doesn't matter. You can okay. do bones or boneless, it doesn't matter. I would marinate them in, or dry rub them or both. I did both. I dry rubbed with a garlic herb rub and then I marinated them a little bit. They were good. Some pork marinade. Yeah. Spray your pan, put your pork chops on it and vegetables around it. Vegetables of your choice. Um, I wanted... As opposed to vegetables you're forced to eat? (laughs) Meaning it doesn't have to... This is not just a pork and Brussels sprouts recipe. mm. You can put whatever you want with it. Vegetables are polarizing. The moment that you say you have to use one type, somebody's going to go, oh, that isn't that good I love Brussels sprouts and I wanted it to be Brussels sprouts, but we, we didn't have any. We had cauliflower. Which was great, by the way. That's what we did. I mean, you could do anything, really, so with it. pop this all in the oven, okay, in one pan. Yeah. You fit it all in one pan. What I liked about that is you could just scrape it all under the plate and you're done. <laughs> Easy in the food line. You're so graceful. <laughs> anyway, I, you bake it, okay? And the method is online, but it's like 10 minutes on one side, then you flip the pork chops 10 minutes on the other, 425. And the vegetables should be, the cauliflower was more than ready. It was delicious. And I also yeah. sort of marinated and seasoned it up really mm-hmm. good. Well, that's okay. This is a good way to kick off Meal Madness. Super I love it. Super easy. Go check out these recipes now. MurphySamAndJody.com. Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. I'll tell you why Ryan Murphy is looking to cast a Princess Diana very soon. Sam, have you ever read um, a former president's memoir? Mm-mm. 
Really? No, never have. Um, I'm just not, I don't know why, I've just never been interested. Never in had it. one that you just and, had to read? Yeah, and the thing is, I think if one of them was very popular, got a lot of great reviews, I'd probably pick it up. It's just mm-hmm. I've never... Mm-hmm. I've lived through it. Don't need it. Well, it's different, though. That's the thing. To me. Well, I've never read one either. I'm sorry. I skimmed one, and I read, I, you know, to read one chapter, and I forward, fast yeah. forward to another chapter. So I didn't really give it a full read. But if you really think about it, it's a person's personal take on their four or eight years in office that no one else can give you. Yeah, It's a really special piece of material yeah you know um president barack obama and michelle are fielding memoir offers now they're both planning to write their memoirs separate separate books but they plan to sell the rights together maybe a smart business decision because the publishing world chomping at the bit about this every single you know publishing house the big ones penguin random house harper collins you know those names mm-hmm. um really trying to get to make this happen what's the going and if the obamas agree to take it about 60 million Man. which will break the record because they plan to sell it together but two separate books coming up next with murphy sam and jody we went to see sting in concert recently sorry we couldn't bring you sam huh. but um you're not gonna believe how he sounds completely different than what i expected and we have some of it for you Got to give some big props to Sting. Man. You know, the singer? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he was looking forward to that from you. Well, here's the deal. Jody and I went to see the concert. He's one of those legends. I've never seen him. Never mm. saw the police. Sam, I know you've seen the police before. I've yeah. never seen him. He's one. Of, he's not getting any younger. Yeah. I Googled, and he's 65. Did you know yeah. that? Yeah. We almost expected him to sound, you know, like he's been on the road for years. You know how rock and rollers can sometimes right. just sound a little bit, Ugh. Everybody sounds like Rod Stewart. He sounds like he is 29 years yeah, old. Yeah, man, he nailed it. This is from my phone, by the way. I was shooting a little video. He let the audience sing there for Message in a Bottle. Audience sings. Listen, he's going to hit the high note reasonably well here. still sounds really good. You know? So crazy good. His son is on tour with him, too. This guy, he, he, he sings backup vocals for him, but they, he did do a solo, and he sounds a lot like his dad. Yeah. Crazy. But, I mean, let that be a, a, a I don't know. An inspiration An inspiration for, yeah. you know, he takes good care of himself. He's all yoga. He's all mm-hmm. health food. And, man, does it do wonders for the vocals. Of course, he lost the Oscar. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think he's okay with it, Sam. <laughs> he did that for personal, you know, reasons.